I got a MacBook Air. Oh, that's the top of the line. Well, the uh, business pays for it. So because I I got a new laptop, actually, before COVID, I got a smaller one. And I think I just beat the shit out of it during COVID because I was working from home so much and the space bar started to wow. lock on me. And yeah, so this the, the keyboard's much nicer on this one. So thank you, Re- KB Graphic. KB Graphic for all your printing and digital design and promotional needs. That's right. <laughs> KBGraphics.com. I don't know. Is that it? That is. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. Appreciate it. Welcome to Charboiled Chats. I just looked at my Instagram this morning. I don't post that much, but out of the last 30 pictures I posted, 27 of them were within 100 yards of my house or in the house. (laughs) That's really funny. I was going to say we're on your porch, like that one of your dog, right? Right. So who are those strange people in your Instagrams? (laughs) One of them's a 19th century painting and one of them, some guy, I'll probably get sued for taking his picture. Do you guys remember that truth in advertising video that we used to watch at Buck and Pauline? Some Canadian agency, I think, made it um, where it, it basically takes you through like... A uh, creatives meeting, a client meeting, you know, and it just inserts for. And why the hell did I bring that up? It inserts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it ins. I know this is what. No, this happens to me like in, within three seconds. It's gone. Um, they uh, they basically the dialogue is what people are really thinking or really doing, you know. So like uh, the VP comes in mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm just coming in to demean you and." And, uh, you know, announce my position as top dog. And the other guy goes, well, like, I'll be in your office later to lick your butt lily white clean or something, you know. <laughs> you guys don't remember that? Cause I you, don't. One of you, well, maybe not one of, someone in Buck and Pauline showed it to me. So I was showing it to Luis the other day because he showed me one where this guy is on the phone and... He's trying to get off the phone with someone. It's a business call. And all he does is just, he's moving closer and closer and closer to the phone, like trying to hang up. And, but at the same time, he's just quoting all these business, you know, buzzwords, like I'll circle back on that. Let's put a, let's put a pin in that one, you know, and just like going on and on and on and on. And at the end, he just reads off like nine of these phrases and finally can get off the phone. And why the hell did I bring that up? That's the question. (laughs) Well, the question is, why did you keep talking, even though you didn't know why you were bringing it up? Right. Well, because I thought maybe it would come to me while I was talking. Right. Because you know that's what that's what um, my Myers Briggs type does. You talk to form your ideas. Oh. And I thought maybe my idea would form while let's I was circle. Let's circle back. <laughs> while I was babbling, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. <laughs> Where does that concept come from? That your ideas form as you speak? Myers-Briggs? Well, you know the Myers-Briggs type indicator? Did you ever take that? Yeah. Oh, because I'm a high E, meaning high extrovert, which means, and not like in the normal sense, but more like, 
I get my energy from people and if I'm t- instead of things or ideas and so if I'm and if I'm talking it's to form my ideas mm-hmm. and uh, with introverts and and you know I do see this with certain people in my life who are introverts like when they say something it has already formed right and they have already decided and you know I almost don't say anything without editing it first doing a first draft and then editing it and, me too yeah really see Bailey I, I would have pegged you as an extrovert um I think I'm a combo platter oh uh, probably yeah yeah most people are I guess yeah because I, th- I definitely especially when I'm talking about something that's you know maybe has a little conflict like if you know Chuck and I are having a discussion about something I'm very I'm very careful and he's not he'll just like it's just a dump you know he'll just say what's right. on his mind hmm. and then right. and then I'm always saying okay well, let's see how can I respond to this so how should I say it so it's not too scathing or you know right. soft or, Ooh, that's interesting yeah. yeah I'm I'm definitely I definitely sort of PC up my yeah. uh, huh. my responses Cecilia's like that too there's no filter she just opens her mouth and, and there's a direct connection to her brain and it it comes out whereas I edit everything right I mean, I have learned to filter with certain people, but the people I'm closest to, I probably don't. So, right. You know, I just let it out. Yeah. With my son, I mean, that's the place where I really, because he'll, he nails me, you know what I mean? Like he totally, he puts a pin in it. He, you know, he totally gets the issues that I have, you know, and he calls me out on them. I guess that's the phrase I'm looking for. Right. So he doesn't let you. He doesn't let you get away with anything. He really yeah. doesn't. I mean, like last night, he found out one of the schools he applied to, he didn't get in. You know, the other everything else, four of them, he got accepted to, but one he didn't. And you know, there's others still he's waiting on. But you know, he you could tell he was upset about it, and and I was saying something, and and I started to go into this old sort of script that we used to have about when he got upset and how I would try to make him not upset, but it, but this at the same time I was upset about it, and. And he would, you know, he said something, I don't need your sympathy or something. And I, and I just said to myself, you know what, you're starting into that, that little script. So just cut it off. And I'm like, you know, Louise, I'm upset about it because you're upset. I don't want you to be upset because I feel like it's my fault. So I'm just going to stop now. And I'm sorry you didn't get in. <laughs> you know? Right. It's funny you, you use the word conflict, Bailey. I had a thought in the past two weeks about you had one thought in two weeks. I had one thought. <laughs> you know, the, what's the big thing in in all entertainments, in all fictions, is conflict. you got to have the conflict. In Charborough Chats, we don't have any conflict. We all think pretty much the same way. Not exactly, but we like each other. And so if anybody was listening to it, maybe we need some conflict. What kind of conflict do you want? I mean, we can, dis- we can discuss current events and that kind of thing but we decided we weren't going to so. no i don't i don't think we want to do that and we don't want to date it either as, you know i'd like talk right. about any of that stuff because none of this is coming out for months but but you know it's just a <laughs> a conflict thing is uh people like to listen to that and there's no disagreement <laughs> we haven't disagreed on anything i don't know that that's absolutely necessary because the things i listen to you know are the comedy ones and there's not conflict in those are just funny okay you know, yeah, right. no, I, I, I don't have an issue with it, but it's that was the one thought I had in the past two weeks. So I guess you could throw a bomb out there if you wanted to. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe just say, shut up. No, you shut up. Yeah, you shut up. You don't know me. You don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> How'd that feel? I almost just did a spit take. 
<laughs> that was a real spit take. I almost was. just oh. did it. <laughs> uh oh. What happened? I gotta turn off my email. It's dinging. I still don't remember why I brought up that um, truth and advertising thing. Isn't that weird? Because <laughs> usually it'll come to me after a while. Um, Start talking and form your idea. Yeah, right. That doesn't help, though. That's the thing. Um, why don't we do it? Why don't we? Well, you've already done the Myers Briggs. I haven't done it in years. I have no recollection of what my results were. Maybe we should do that and then, or another personality test, and we should have a little chat on that. Well, it's funny, but Myers Briggs, um, it was interesting because I did find out that there's no basis for it in psychology or there's no evidence for it. That, like, the two people that invented it were not psychologists or anything, even though, and, and tons of people use it. But there's no evidence for it versus like StrengthsFinder, which has been tested, mm. you know, with thousands and thousands of people. And, you know, the data informs what they do next and blah, 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 blah. So, but it's still so it really resonated with me when I did it, maybe because it's self-reported, you know, and it just confirms what you think. But um, the whole thing about talking to form your ideas, I did one in, very interesting assessment called the Kleeman, was it Kleeman, I think? Um, conflict resolution assessment, I think was the name of it. And they talked about five modes of conflict resolution. How, that means, uh, not resolution, but conflict engagement, I guess. How you tend to engage when there's conflict and not necessarily like angry conflict, but just difference of opinion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh -huh. And my number one at 86% was collaboration. And it said that you probably use this too much. You probably talk about things that don't even need to be talked about, which, which really, really <laughs> rang a bell with me because I'm always, you know, trying to like get everyone to agree on stuff. And so you really like collaboration. Well, I really do. Yeah. I mean, I really do, mm -hmm. but I overuse it, you huh. know. I wouldn't think you could over. Well, I guess you could if you don't. Yeah, there's sometimes you just make a decision, you know, and just do right. it. You don't have to collaborate with. People. I took a test. This was had to be a long time ago, like right after college, and it was supposed to tell you because I had no idea what I wanted to do. It was supposed to tell you what, literally what job you should go for. Mm. And I, speaking of editing after before you talk, mm -hmm. and my number one job that I should go for was diplomat. That's interesting. Diplomat, translator, and architect. Huh. Yeah. Wow. And you huh. went the other way completely. Must have been a Cosmo survey. <laughs> right. right. Now, it was, it was a real test. It was like a five-hour test or something. Wow. It, That's really interesting. Yeah. So so when I, obviously, when I edit before I speak, that's that's what a diplomat does. That's their right. stock, stock and trade. Yeah. That's interesting because Luis is definitely an introvert and he edits what he says and he is, you know, that's one of the things he's right. thinking about, you know. Right. I mean, I don't know about diplomat, but like global relations and maybe State Department, I suppose, could be a possibility. But anyway, that's if he actually gets into a college. You just said um, he got it before. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. I'm just, you know, hyper folk. You know why the reason I was so upset? was because the college, one of the colleges he didn't get in, the college he didn't get into was in New York City. And I'm really, really hoping that he starts out in New York City. Now, he did get into one college in New York City, but it's the most expensive one that we saw. So, and of course, the other day, like Suffolk University sent 
an update. You know, your financial aid package is updated with New York State awards or something like that, or, or federal awards, and it was 250 bucks. Oh, woo. Are, are you kidding me? Why did you even bother to send me the email? Because <laughs> that might cover one textbook. Oh, my God. Right. right. Congratulations. <laughs> so, uh, how was your ski trip, Bailey? It was. Who cares? Oh, man. <laughs> Hey, fuck off. <laughs> we don't want to hear about it. You know, you did remember when you did that to me a few times about what what was the topic and you cut me off every time I started to talk about it. Right. <laughs> I can't remember what I the, don't know. I can't remember that. Of course I can't remember either. No. Um you know what no. I've been thinking about though that might make an interesting topic for today is retirement. Yeah, I we mean, talked about that a lot on our vacation. So yeah. Did you? Yeah. What do you guys want to do? I mean what's well, your you know, what are your plans? Well, uh, we we uh, really enjoyed. I'm already there, duh. Oh, so we're going to ask your opinion on how do we do it, <laughs> right? Or not do it? Yeah. Uh, no, we because we we really enjoy going out west and skiing, and it's just it's I mean it's gobsmackingly beautiful out there, mm-hmm. right? And, right. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'd like to. We've been talking about maybe getting a place somewhere out in Colorado, a little place, even if it's you know a part time where we rent it part of the time, and we yeah you know, stay out there in some place for yeah. kids and grandkids. And so we're kind of, we're, we're sort of working around that a little mm-hmm. bit as mm-hmm. to when, who the hell knows, you know, because yeah. the old greenbacks. Things but, going uh, up and down. Have, have you talked to like a financial person yet? Yeah. I mean, we have someone who, yeah. who manages our money, but we have they... oh, Okay. Cause I, like I got a new financial guy and we went through this whole retirement thing that was very helpful. Yeah, I was wondering if you had done that. Yeah, we haven't done it recently. Yeah, but we need to. It is interesting. It is, yeah. My brother, who's going to be seven, sixty-nine this year, and he's thinking about when he's going to finally close the door on mm-hmm. the nine to five. So he thinks yeah. maybe in another year or so two. So he has he enjoyed what he's doing, or did he just feel like he needed more money? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he likes what he's doing, but he's That's good. he's feeling like you know it's time to. Maybe yeah. bring it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I just know a lot of, it seems like a lot of people are like, I got to work until I'm 70 to afford to retire, you right. know, you know, versus yeah. I love what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, my oldest brother is an architect and he's 71, at least 71 this year and he's retiring, but he keeps talking about, you know, maybe consulting a little bit and doing little projects he wants to do here and there. And his wife says, but that's not retirement. He's like, eh. Oh, well, I like right. it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, if you like what you're doing, you don't have a job, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so do, do you do you like what you're doing, both of you? Do you enjoy your work? Um, yes. I enjoy the kind of work. I like the people I work with. Mm-hmm. I also like that I can do it. Uh, I can make my own hours. Mm-hmm. So I have time to do other things. Right. So, right. so in that way, it's great. It's a great, it's a great balance. I can do both. The actual work itself. It satis- satisfies my um, my OCD kind of personality, you know, organizing, keeping things straight, and hmm. well, that's good, Grace. You know, I like what I do. I'm just tired of working. Yeah, I'm right. just tired of working. You know, I I just it was interesting because I read this article about how like if you have like depression or anxiety or whatever and like chemical stuff going on that doing creative things or doing the things that you like making things, whatever artistic things, if that's your bent like that, 
helps on the chemical side of things, you know, mm -hmm. which really makes sense when you think about like the writers who have been depressives and all of that kind of stuff. And I know for sure, you know, I love to, I love to sew. I like to make jewelry. I like to do this and you know, that, and you know, like right now, because I'm pretty overloaded at work. That's all I want to do. I just want to come home and make stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that just, you know, and even though I do, I like what I do. I like for the most part, I like who I work with. It, I learn a lot about public health and which is really enjoyable and mm -hmm. but I'm just tired of working. Yeah. Yeah. I got out as soon as I could. I mean, actually shouldn't have because we don't have enough money, but I just, I just figured I don't know how long I'm going to live. So, you know, cut the, get away from that. Cause it was really, for Cecilia, it was, she had a really stressful job yeah. and that was going to kill her. She was at Xerox, right? No, she was at, uh, was she at, she Xerox? Was at the bottling company um oh. Oh, a couple okay. of different companies one in one in syracuse and okay. like that but um she was like logistics person oh. um, scheduling oh that, that could be stressful uh, stuff it, you yeah. know they'd call her at two o'clock in the morning because a truck didn't come in and that kind of stuff I so bet. and you know my job wasn't that stressful i had a rocking <laughs> chair in my office and, <laughs> you know i didn't i didn't enjoy it i just fell into that and right um so you know, we t we told our financial guy, just get us out. We don't care. And he said, "Well, you'll have to die by seventy-five. And I said, "That's fine. We can. We can <laughs> that'll be that'll be fine." <laughs> so I've got a year. We've got a year left, and then uh, and we're done. Are but, you playing the lottery or anything? Or? <laughs> no, you know, just trying to owning a house. Of course, you know that's a that takes you down. And yeah, you know, I keep trying to think of things. Well, what what else could we do? Could we? Could we do nomad land or something? Uh, but, you know, none of that's realistic. So we're just, just see how long it goes. I don't know what we'll do eventually, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, who knows? No writing um, projects? Well, well you can... I do a little writing here and there for no, you know, other than what you said about wanting to do something, having a project. If If I wake up in the morning and I have a project, no matter how meaningless or ridiculous or that nobody else knows about it, I feel so much better when I have that. So you mm -hmm. know, as far as retiring, you do want something to do, I think, even if you have to make up stuff. Like, I, mm -hmm. stuff. Like, well, I sometimes just having a little bit yeah. of a purpose to your day. Yeah, you don't want to just sit there and watch TV all day, and, and that's not good for your health either. Right, right. Yeah. You got to have something to do. And I don't care about fixing the house or gardening or any of that stuff. So I have to make up little... Odd. I had a little thing I was going to tell you about, which probably nobody cares about, but probably not. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. Yeah, let's move on. Just, <laughs> speaking Conflict. of that, that kind Conflict. of, I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about <laughs> retirement. If you want to have your own little, your own little podcast, I, I, I was hoping we could talk through what I want to do, and if maybe you guys could help me. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's do that. I mean, I'm serious because I've been thinking about this a lot. Like. Go ahead with your petty issue. When I'm trying to talk about the rest of my life. I'm Bailey. I'm Grace. I'm Wally. That never goes anywhere. And you, but maybe we should start oh. out. I'm Bailey. I'm Grace. I'm Wally. And you've been, you've listening. been listening to Charboiled Chats. Okay. okay. I like that. Okay.
Yeah, take over, take over the podcast. Go ahead. Yeah, she's like that, you know. Jesus. <laughs>